Hey, you're listening to the Church League Podcast. Today we talk about fantasy football. We talk about Damian Lillard being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. We talk playoff baseball. Thank the Lord that that's finally here. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Church League Podcast. It's Roman, as always, joined by James and Corey. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. We're good. We're Real good. good. Yeah, it's a. I we mean, just, we just finished Bible class. Yeah, it's we did. Dark outside. This. I mean, we haven't done a lot of late night ones. I think. No. Camp Ottawa was the last time it was dark. Yeah. But I just got done with a group of first to third graders. Mm-hmm. Some of uh, James, your boys went home, and I told Renee, I said, "Hey, make sure they don't have marshmallows stuck to the bottom of their shoes." Yeah, I think he. What he gave marshmallows and sprites. So well, we had a marshmallow fight. We did the Coke <laughs> and Mentos. We talked about controlling our anger. That'll be on the podcast. <laughs> and we're talking about that. We're going to talk about yeah, some fantasy are. football anger. So that was a minute. test. You're testing them tonight. It was here. on Control point. That anger. You know, so then we were watching a little Toy Story at the end, and Woody and Buzz not like Woody not being too happy about Buzz coming into the household. Yeah, and every parent was like, "Is this biblical?" I'm like, "You don't know <laughs> yeah. what we've been doing." Well, I mean, we watched. I mean, we've been watching Harry Potter for the past three, um, three days or three three Wednesdays, and uh, before that, it was the Prince of Egypt on Wednesday nights. So uh, things are going well for us. It's we're looking at ways in which you can look into um, quote secular movies. But find parallels from scripture. I was hoping you were uh, explain that. Yeah, uh, my boys went to a school where Harry Potter wasn't even in the library because it was sorcery. That's why I did today. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> if you think that sorcery and witchcraft is from the devil, you'll be all right." Um, and, <laughs> and, and it is, and it is. <laughs> but also, Harry Potter's awesome. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, there. A lot has happened. We traveled. Um, yep. We went to a lectureship uh, at Harding University. Can I say my alma mater? How does that? I don't even know how that works. Like, because technically I graduated from Liberty University, right. but like ninety five percent of my classes they're all brothers. It's just it's just your alma. It's not the mater. Oh, it's just yeah. the it's alma. half the of alma. it. Yeah. yeah, it's just the my half. alma or your mater. That sounds you like pick a one. Name. Yeah. We recorded last week. We did. We recorded last week. I don't ex- exactly know what happened with that, but like ten minutes into that, there was this loud like buzzing, and I didn't want to subject anybody to that. So uh, that's why we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, however. Um, we talked about a few things that we'll go over this week for sure. sure. Yeah, uh, but I do want to start the podcast off by talking about Damian Lillard to the to the I almost said Miami, the Milwaukee Bucks should have, should have been Miami, not yeah. Miami, and and also how now Jimmy Butler is emo. Um, yes, so he's he's in mourning. I love it. So, fun fact: Jimmy, before anybody else, like I keep seeing, like he's ridiculous for dressing up as emo. He does this. This is the second year he's done this. Yeah, he wasn't emo last year, but what he does is when the NBA takes all their photos and like we know when like they show like a player profile or whatever on yeah. the screen, they all the pictures come from the beginning of the season. And last year he put on super long dreads like down to <laughs> yeah. his knees, and then didn't have them the rest of the season. And now this year. Every time a pro player profile of Jimmy Butler comes up, it'll be him I in that it. stupid emo look. I love that he's he's he takes basketball serious, so this is, no one can question. Oh, that. absolutely! But he can cut loose, and it is interesting. He, I mean, most of these players, they're going to have to do something after basketball. It, yeah. I could see him in a movie or playing a role like Shaq does sometimes. Yes. So, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I think it's funny. I think it's disgusting looking. It is, but it's at hilarious. the same time, it's hilarious. It is, and he's playing. He's like, I'm emo. Don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> However, the big news is that uh, just, I'm sorry. I just saw the images. I was looking up. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a part in his long. Yeah, hair. it's, it's awesome. wild. It's, it's awesome. Funny. So the big news: Damian Lillard to the Bucks. 
Um, Drew Holiday was a part of that trade, but yep. now he's with the Celtics. Yep. So the Blazers made out. They got a ton of good yes. picks. Mm-hmm. Um, they got DeAndre Ayton in that. Mm-hmm. I think DeAndre Ayton may have been excited for a minute that he and Drew Holiday are going to play together. Yeah, and then, no, no. Nope. No. Uh, yeah, I think I think the the Trailblazers turned out real well in that. I, I think that Milwaukee is is going to be a force to reckon with. Um, I personally hate watching Giannis play basketball. I think that is sloppy and ugly and very one dimensional. But he's really really good at that he's one just dimension. A freak athlete, and he also gets away with a carry every time he dribbles a ball. But like that's whatever. So it is almost every other NBA player. But he happens to be. Six nine with a seven one wingspan, so we don't need. He doesn't need it. Yeah. So the Blazers received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, um, some guy Tuami Kamara. I'm sorry, I don't know who he is. Alvin's brother. Alvin's brother. <laughs> Alvin Kamara. And brother. then they got a 2029 first round pick from the Bucks. 2029. 2028 and a 2030. Yeah. Um, pick swaps as well, mm-hmm. and then they ended up moving Holiday. They got Williams and um, who's the other guy from Celtics that played for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tom Thibodeau. No. no. <laughs> so um, is CJ McCollum still on the uh, Trailblazers? Is he still there? Uh, Caesar Mc. CJ. CJ. No, he's not. I don't think. No, he's not. Has he been gone? I don't know. I thought so. Hold on. Let me just. I thought that was the duo for a while. CJ and uh, Damian. Out there. He's in. Uh, he's in uh, New Orleans. He was in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Which uh, is a great sports city, by the way. If I was doing some research on that, we're not going to talk about that tonight. No, <laughs> but, we're not. But no, I mean, any trade that happens is like a, a three-team trade is very intriguing because it's impossible to think about how in the world you're going to trade yeah. and get fair for Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. right? And then so you get two other teams kind of in that trading, and then it makes a little more sense. We even talked about, wow, Do they what use would that fantasy look pros? like if we did fantasy football <laughs> trades like that where we were like three-team trades? And I almost texted you today. I was trying to get a player off your team, and I was like, who do you want? Not even on my team. Tell me somebody <laughs> you want on another team. I'll go get that person and I'll bring them back to you. Like that's pretty much where we're at. Yeah, I. But yeah. I respect the NBA for being the NBA is interesting right now, yeah. and it's baseball playoffs are just starting. Football is in week four. Right. F- fantasy football is in full swing. Trades and all this stuff, and we're talking about NBA basketball leading off. I that almost feels slightly scripted, just because of the timing of this happening. Like we're we're in the middle of football season, it, the Major League Baseball playoffs are happening. And by the way, this is like the most that Major League Baseball. This is the largest viewership they've had yeah. in like thirty years. Yeah. So baseball is growing. Attendance was way up this year. Right. And I'm and I'm not saying that like all from the Reds, but way up. <laughs> and I'm not saying that like it actually is scripted, but it is such interesting timing for for us to be like, oh, the NBA also Hold exists. On. It's intentional. I mean, yeah, the I think trades they, are they do this every offseason. But they are yeah. finding yeah. when can our trade, hot, hot, hot stove trade times yeah. make us relevant when other sports are being talked about. And so yeah. people are watching sports, and they're, they're, on, they're watching and looking for scores, and then the NBA trade comes up, and then people are enamored yeah. by it because they're focused on sports. So the NBA is smarter than a lot of other um, professional sports because the average they're – they're putting their trades and the, the sort of the deadlines for that right. in the right time of the year so they stay relevant in those moments. And I think it's a great business move. But what does that even mean, though? Like, nobody's just, you're not going to forget that the NBA existed. Like, why, why even do that? Like, I don't, well, I don't people, people are going to watch, people are going to tweet about it, talk about it, whatever the social media of it all is. Yeah. And it just creates a buzz where they, there's a loyalty yeah. to certain sports. You know, hockey would have to really work on 
getting my loyalty to watch it on a regular basis. Yeah. But if they were more creative with trades and making you understand who the players are. You know, football's done a good job of that. It's hard to know who a football player is because they have pads and a helmet on. Mm -hmm. So then you really have to work the, um, the, what's the thing that follows the teams around? Hard knocks. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to kind of uncover who players are so you can start cheering for people. The NFL has hit the gold mine with Travis Kelsey and Uh, Taylor Taylor Swift, right? So that's crazy. I mean, it's brought a whole different... Um, I think 300,000 more followers to Jason Kelsey's social media. Yep. 400% increase on jersey sales from Taylor Swift being combined to the NFL. That's a huge move. And if it's not scripted, it should have been. Right. It's brilliant. And there's a there's a whole section of TikTok videos that I now love because what it is, it's it's wives coming in to like their husbands like laying on the couch or yeah. doing something and the wife will come in and go hey isn't it so great that like taylor swift is putting that travis kelsey guy on the map it's <laughs> like he was just like a nobody like no one knew about him until he started dating taylor swift and like except for every man and like yeah. watching all of their husbands get just like furious <laughs> what's so wild funny. today I, w- I was looking at jersey sales and obviously travis kelsey's gone up you know someone else's jersey's gone way up who deandre swift DeAndre's. Oh, that's because hilarious. Swift. 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 That makes so Swifties right. are buying that jersey, Philly jersey, yeah. and wearing it because it says Swift on the back. That Ooh, is that a Halloween? A Swift and a uh, Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, so the, the, he's he's like, I don't, do even, I don't even know if she knows who I am, but thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, that's crazy. Thank you. He's He should. He could really play into that. Like, yeah. he should really play. That's he won't, but he really could play. Well, in she's that. a Philly fan initially. Yeah, she, she's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. And I know all of this because my wife is a. I can't huge believe we're talking about Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift right now. Honestly, there's a lot. We've lost a lot of <laughs> a lot of listeners. Stay with us. Hey, please. if we get 400,000 Taylor Swift fans to start That'd be incredible. then we'll see you, Belgium. Um, I will say, I will say, I want to bring it back to Damian Lillard and the Bucks because, like, we somehow got on some crazy tangent. Um, out of the Eastern Conference, um, Milwaukee finished first last season, um, then Boston, then Philly. Uh, does any of that change now for you guys? Oh, Philly's in trouble. Yeah. I mean, and Harden's a mess. Right. He's he's sitting out a little bit of this preseason stuff. He showed up for practice, but the media day he didn't go to, and he was contractually obligated to. I think yeah. they were telling him not to. Probably not a good idea yeah. for him to be a voice for his team right now. But that's going to be a, a story that's going to play out. Um, I think Embiid's going to be – Frustrated at some point. These players want to win. I, the Bucks were smart. Giannis said, "Hey, I'll I'll, I'll sign long term with the Bucks if you show me you want to win." Yeah. They're obviously showing they want to win. Yeah. yeah. And JJ Redick had, um, oh, who is the Boston Celtics coach? Man, that makes me mad. I'm gonna Google it. Don't worry about it. So he was. It's not Ime Udoka. It's definitely not that. <laughs> um, I just want to say Stevens, but that was years no, ago. That was before it's that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, oh, it's. Oh, I just had it, and now it's gone. Intern, tell us. Oh man. Uh, uh, Joe Mazzula. Joe yeah. Mazzula. So he just yeah. had Joe Mazzula on his podcast, and he was like, "Hey, as a coach in the Eastern Conference, how do you feel about Lillard to the Bucks?" And he was like, well, "I can't say exactly what he said yeah. because it wasn't." necessarily super appropriate. Church league appropriate. It, it wasn't church league appropriate, but basically he was like, well, I don't even have time to think about that. Yeah. He was like, it's cool, but like I have a whole team and like we have to worry about the things we can control. We got to worry about getting Drew Holiday over here. Yeah. <laughs> so well, he was thinking about it. Yeah, well, he was like, <laughs> he, he... The he, DNA test came back and he is the father. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he basically, and I, I appreciate his answer. It was like, we need to focus on the things we can control, not the things that we can't control. Right. We can't control Lillard to a different team. We can't control how they play, any of those things. We can control how we play against them. And that's what we're going to focus on. 
Uh, and I was like, I, I, I appreciate that, that idea, whether or not, like, I fully think that that, I mean, like, if I'm a coach in the Eastern Conference and I see a superstar join another superstar yeah. to a team that was already a one seed, I'm probably saying a few choice words. I'm probably not happy about it. Now, they got Drew Holiday. They got Chris Stapps Porzingis. It's not like they didn't also make upgrades, but let's not pretend like those are also on the same level as so, a Damian Lillard. So what secondary players did they lose? I think they may have lost Grayson Allen. They um, lost so, uh, Marcus Smart. So you got some guys. I was talking the Bucks. And oh, then, the Bucks. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Celtics, Marcus Smart, went to Memphis, right? Yeah. So like, those secondary players matter a lot. Sure. Um, especially when you're trying to make a, a – a championship run. Mm -hmm. um, so regular season, maybe not as much, but when you, th those championship runs, he'll have those guys that may just make that big difference at the end. So yeah. that's going to be interesting to see these early trades and how teams like Philly respond because they obviously, there's going to be a trade happening at some point with, yeah. with, um, with their, with Harden and their team. Well, those secondary teams though, that's, those are the players that kept the Celtics relevant in my opinion yeah because yeah. you had tatum and brown that they couldn't get out of their own way you know well, what I mean? the celtics for years have had so much talent but mm. not an identity and they mm -hmm. seem like they figured it out and i thought last year was gonna be they're gonna put it together and maybe they will and it'll be interesting to see drew holiday in with that because he has a championship sort of mindset um and i think he'll be a little more stable than marcus smart but a little he's still got grit so i think it's going to be a good upgrade for them but yeah, hey, it's still Milwaukee's to lose. Yeah, Dwight Howard. We did we talk about him last week, but they got lost. Yeah, in the, and then and then the Warriors were like, "Nah, did you hear that? <laughs> they no. cut him. They were they they well he they were going to sign him. I think he got to the physical section, and then they were like, <laughs> never mind. You've had you've been eating too much Chinese. Food Didn't even. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, uh, yes. Um, there is also. Major League Baseball playoffs happening. Yes. And Unfortunately, the Reds aren't playing. The Reds did not make yeah. it. Sorry, Corey. Um, the Cubs didn't make it either. Still Heck very yes. proud of the Reds. Absolutely. Yeah. Heck of a season. Um, somehow, the Rangers choked. Astros ended up getting winning the division. Yeah. Um, my wife is really appreciative of that. That was a big deal. However, Texas is up in the wild card. Two games to nothing over Tampa Bay. And they're tied 0-0 um, right now. I mean, they're playing right now. The Brewers um, lost Arizona last night. The Brewers are up 2-0. Yep. So, actually, the Rangers are up 2-0. They beat the Rays. Yeah, they did. They, they won And the Twins are up 2-0. They beat the Blue Jays. This is like the, the 90s twins, are happening though? again. The Twins, twins the Blue snapping, Jays. Snapping, what, 18-, 19-year-old yeah, streak? Yes. This is great. This Love is like it. Kirby Puckett. And Love it. You get some of those old-school players back in the day for me. But um, but it is exciting. The three-game wild card, is, that's stressful, man. It is. I mean, Philly won their first game. And I was listening to our local radio station because they covered a lot of Philly and Orioles stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, how, how much are they panicking if they lose game one to the Marlins? Yeah. And, you know, the, the crowd is insane. These people are not sitting down the whole game. No. It's pretty wild. And it's fun It's fun to see players like in a normal season, if they get held up at third, no big deal. In the playoffs, they get held up at third, and they're mad because they wanted to try that, to score a run You see that Harper outs. play? Is that what you're talking about? Do I? You see Harper yeah. run through the, uh, the whole time? Yeah. But, but earlier in that game, somebody um, they held back a player, Castellanos, yeah, or something. And then, like they didn't score, and they were like two outs, and like, come on, they're upset about it. I mean, these players are obviously caring more because playoff, um, playoff baseball yeah. means so much more. But it's exciting. 
Um, I, I found myself in the playoffs watching two, two or three hours of baseball at night. Yeah, no, it's awesome. You know, where I probably won't unless the Reds game comes on locally for us. Yeah, it was nice. I came home uh, yesterday, and Lauren had baseball on. We were watching the Arizona-Milwaukee game. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And, That's love. And I walked in as soon as Arizona hit back-to-back home runs. And I was like, oh, heck yes. Awesome. Um, She'll go ahead and child-proof the house. Yeah. We talked about that We talked about that last week? Oh, it was last week? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, so. Uh, <laughs> Side note. <laughs> hey, plot twist. Hey, guys, I'm going to be a dad. That's <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. I. Um, yeah, we're expecting a kid the end of March. And uh, yeah, well, cool means. We talked about, and maybe it's best that it got deleted. We were talking about baby names that are probably supposed to only the conversation is only supposed to be had between you and Lauren, right? That's probably why it got, yeah. <laughs> it got deleted because my big forgot. mouth started talking about things that probably weren't. I forgot. Um, I honestly probably forgot weren't supposed that we to be even, on the podcast. That's wow, I forgot that we even talked about that. Last yeah. Week. So yeah. We, you guys put out an announcement. You went to the Texas A and M game. We did. That's part of our. We're going to talk about top five travel pet peeves. Yes. So we went to the Harding lecture. You already covered that, but you went to the Texas A and M Auburn game. How'd I that did. go? That was that was incredible. That was an experience. I mean, like I'm an Auburn fan. Auburn lost. Um, it was a pretty, I mean, sloppy game, but it was close until Max Johnson came in, and then he just blew us out of the water. Threw a touchdown um, to his brother, Johnson he, Johnson. Yes, um, got that COVID shot. And you oh, got um, you got taken advantage of by an older man I, in the. Um, <laughs> let's say the that different, but um, you're gonna have to explain that. I'm now. gonna have yes, to explain it now. So <laughs> I love this story. Uh, um, so uh, Texas A&M has a fair amount of cheers or they call them yells that they do uh, that they like practice the night before. It's called midnight yell. They do it before every home game where students come to the stadium and they practice these cheers. Um, And one of the cheers specifically was BTHO Auburn. And I can't, it's that you can, you can figure that out for yourself. Um, But as the second most conservative school in the United States, that was wild. Um, <laughs> they recently voted that. But anyway, um, during in between the third and fourth quarter, uh, they uh, they the band plays the Aggie War Hymn, and everybody sings it. But as they sing it, they like link legs like one over the other. They put their arms over each other. And they sway back and forth as they sing. Well, I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, Lauren hadn't warned me of that yet, apparently. And so I went to go get um, a drink. Which, by the way. Texas A&M does it right. You buy the cup, and then they have off to the side. You, all refills? You do refills. And you just re, trade re, the cup. Re, no, refills are free the whole game. Oh, my goodness. You only have to buy the cup Like one, one of the Coke like remix machines? Yeah. Or like a generic like fountain thing? Uh, no, it, it was like a generic fountain thing. Okay. Either um, way. Yeah. It's like Holiday World. No, it was awesome. Free sunscreen? And, and like the, the, the cups were like six bucks. And I was like, this is a heck of a deal. Anyway, I'm getting way off track here. <laughs> but anyway, I was in line waiting to get the drink. And that started, and this old man, out of nowhere, like puts his arm around me and links his leg over mine, and I'm about to fight him because I don't really know, like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And he start, and then I look around and like everyone is doing this, and I'm like, oh no, this is how I. This Did is how you have ends. shorts or pants on? I had shorts on. So leg to leg, like, like skin his, to skin, like his knee crack was on my knee, <laughs> sweat. Oh no, dude! Gross. So anyway, um, <laughs> and he's like, he's he's like pushing the sway back and forth, no. and I'm like, I don't know, what's, I don't know what's happening, but everybody else is doing it, so I think I'm gonna live. And you should have um, faked an in- injury, and, and, and like, it's it gets finished. It only lasts like maybe 20 seconds, but it felt like five minutes, and then it gets over, and he looks at me and like gives me the finger guns and goes, "You're welcome," <laughs> and like 
then he walked away and didn't say anything else to me. <laughs> you need to talk to an attorney. That was wild. <laughs> I I could not like I I had Auburn gear on. Yeah. Like I like Auburn hat, Auburn shirt, Auburn socks. Like it, it was very obvious. So I spent a couple of weeks and, and our counseling sessions have gone pretty fo- well so far <laughs> in dealing with this emotional trauma that you experienced. It was a wild. I mean, I will say though, um, one of one of the coolest like in game, like live sporting events I've ever yeah. been to. I was wondering, put some respect on it. It looks like legit. Like I watched the beginning of that game and I texted you. I was like, I bet it's loud there. And you're like, you have no idea. It was wild. There was at one point Auburn went for it on fourth and one. And my wife is sitting right next to me. Like we are full on thigh to thigh, like mm-hmm. a lot of contacts. So we're real close. <laughs> and she's trying to talk to me. And during that fourth and one, I could not hear a word she was saying. And we're not like, on the ground, we're yeah. not like lower level. We're upper level. Like it, yeah. I think the final the final attendance numbers were like a hundred and three thousand or something like mm-hmm. that. Jeez. It's the fifth, I think, the fifth or sixth largest stadium in the United States. It is it is crazy. What a time to be alive! College football, NFL, baseball. Yeah, man. NBA's got relevant topics to trade. Um, the Ryder Cup happened. Yes. And Europe put it to America on that, and, and they right. even had some like. Um, um, golf drama over hats, which um, I don't know if we'll talk about had, that or not. He had said that he had never been more upset coming off of coming off of like a golf. <laughs> what was that? I life. saw that. It was like Rory and a caddy got into it or something. Yeah. So, um, oh, what's the um, what's the U.S. guy didn't have the hat on the whole game? Um, Cantlay. Yeah. Um, he last three holes in this um, foursome they're playing. He had three birdies in a row and ended up winning outright for that for the U.S. side on a birdie putt. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the crowd was mocking him the whole weekend because or the whole day because he wasn't wearing a hat. He said it didn't fit. There were some theories that he was upset about you know being represented by the U.S. and pay for sports or whatnot, mm-hmm. and so he didn't want to wear the hat. I don't know, but so everybody's kind of giving him a hard time. And when he sunk the putt, the U.S. side and the caddy were like take their hats off and they're like waving their hats because it's raucous. Yeah, and he's standing. The caddy's standing in the line of sight for Rory's putt, and Rory still could tie the hole. And so Roy kind of got upset. Some other European guy got upset. And then um, they showed some video of Rory afterwards in his car, like in the parking lot. He had to be restrained. He was losing his mind. <laughs> but um, Cantlay, after he hit it, the putt, and everyone's had their hats out, he pretended to grab his hat. He was like, bowed down. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, it was the most petty thing ever. Yes. And when golf is petty, my, I'm happy. It's like, awesome. that's the kind of sports I'll watch. I'm starting to think it's just Rory these days. It He's is. He, he did stuff. great. Rory did great. He did. He plays great at the Ryder Cup. I mean, the the, the round after that one, oh, yeah. he was wild. Yeah. So good. It was stupid. Like, so the Europe basically blanked us. We tied three on the day one. Mm-hmm. So we were d- down like six and a half points to that point and a half. It was yeah, ridiculous. So was we made a bit of a run day two, but um, Europe wiped it pretty clean the last day. And then they'd all been playing. Um, U.S. people look like we hadn't played a, a, a match since, you know, the last major. I mean, we all up. look like we've been drinking like John Daly. I mean, like it was, <laughs> it was cr- crazy. Like <laughs> Shout out to John Daly. Love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> you, get that, you get that live money and you start stop caring. It, right? was, it was crazy. We didn't, we didn't yeah. look good out there. But um, I, did, I did stop my – I stopped – I stopped – Football and some other things to watch a little Ryder Cup drama. Yeah, um, to me, it's one of the most competitive, petty, you know, yes. sort of scenarios, and I'm here for it. And U.S. loves to be against the world. They were not prepared. No, um, they weren't prepared at all. I can't wait till they take it back to U.S. soil. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be awesome. Yes, I cannot so, wait. I'm going to try to go to that. So one. So baseball's exciting. I, 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 do we want to make who your picks? 
You want to think about that? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm here for it. I think that, um, I mean, obviously knowing that Texas is up 2-0 on Tampa Bay, like I'm here for Texas. They look good. They look better than they have. Let's just say from National League to American League, who do you think is going to be in the, the championships and who do you think is going to make the World Series? I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb here, <laughs> and I'm going to say World Series specifically is going to be Orioles and Braves. And I think the Braves take it home. They look better than everybody else on the planet at this point. Um, yeah. I'm never gonna. I'm never. I mean, it's hard to rule out the Astros because they have more experience and they don't ever seem to like like a moment never seems too big for right. them. And now that they won the division and they got that time off, like that could be a big deal. But I'm gonna. I I don't know. I think the Oriole. This is gonna sound. I think like a like a backhanded compliment maybe. But like I think they they don't understand how big the moment is and they're just gonna play. And I right. and I think that's going to be awesome. Who's I'm, that? The Orioles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Houston and Phillies. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doubling down on the Phillies, even yeah, when I are. said <laughs> I am. But like <laughs> seeing their crowd, yeah, it's wild. I mean, there's something about that that's, Philadelphia. That's Philly. yeah. I mean, and it's the playoffs. I mean, seeing Schwarber and those guys, I'm like, they've got a chance. They do. I think they're, they're they remember what it was like to be in the playoffs last year. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think that's a little boring, but um, but I don't know. I'm, until Houston gets beat, you got to keep them there, I guess. So from in my mind, at least. So we got Houston Braves. Yeah, the Braves are, the tough, Braves are too hot right yeah. now. There's yeah. just I don't think anybody can stop. I think them. they got a lot of pressure on them for sure. Hey, shout out to the Tides. Yeah, man, they yeah. won the thing. Won it both. Won both. They won both things. Yeah, Whatever that second thing was, they won it. <laughs> they won the. They won the international, and then they won the world. I guess they won. Yeah, it was like the international one, and then they won like the actual like minor league baseball world, world series. series. Played at OKC in Vegas, I think. So last here's how crazy it was. When was was it? Sunday morning, we were coming to church, and two charter buses with tides got beside us on the interstate. Oh, wow. And I rolled the window down, and I'm honking the horn, honk, honk, and we're waving, go, Tads! I'm freaking out, and there's no way in the bus. <laughs> and I don't know what it was for. <laughs> they had the bus probably... driver gave me the dirtiest look ever, like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm like, Tads! <laughs> they had just played at like 10 p.m. in Vegas the night before, so no, no. I highly doubt so they were that was that probably They probably just brought them back, dropped them off, and they were going to go park those buses. Yeah. Yes. I was a day late and a dollar short, <laughs> but I was pumped. That's the driver was so. letting the, letting the players know, "Hey guys, this is gonna get real hype when you get back." <laughs> It'd be wild though if the tides, the, uh, if the Orioles won and the tides won. Oh yeah, it would be. That'd be pretty That'd wild. be awesome. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Are that's, the tides, like, that's like world domination in baseball it for is. an organization. It really is. Are the tides gonna have like a parade through Portsmouth or something? They're or? take. You can come and get pictures taken with the trophy at um, Harbor Park. Oh, oh wow. sick! Yeah, so I saw something about dope. that on the news. Um, but they should do a parade. You think I'm they? Gonna, they pull Jackson Holiday up. You think the Orioles pulled Bring Jackson? Bring him back. Up? Maybe they should wait to the, the Orioles are I, done doing it, their I thing. I think it's too late for them to call him up already. Is it? You I can't think do it's that? Too, I think they've already... You, There's like a deadline of like some sort? Like your postseason um, like roster has already had, already had to be locked in. Gotcha. I think so. Um, yeah. Maybe it's right before the division series, but that seems like a... That seems unfair. So I'm assuming it's before the wild card. Yeah. yeah. Either way, right now is the best baseball you're going to see all year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for yeah, sure. No, I agree. Um, all right, so... NFL football, mm. um, National Football League football. That's what I just said. That's so week four is ended. Week five starts tomorrow, yes. Thursday night football. Uh, and Thursday night football is, is Chicago and Washington. <laughs> 
Couldn't be any worse than oh last my, Thursday's. Not even gonna, Their primetime games, the selection this season, have been pretty awful. I think they thought Justin Fields was going to be better than well, he is. They've got the Giants in three primetime spots. Who thought, They're who's, horrible. They are horrible. Why does Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones look Jones like he's sacked. so confused he got all the time? He 11 times. He against the Seahawks. Well, that's probably why he's confused. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, what's he going on back 11 here? times, that is outrageous. But the, his coach... Through the the iPad thing or the tablet thing or whatever, yeah, and because he threw an interception at the goal line when yep. when um oh who's the who's the tight end Darren Waller I'm looking at the board trying to find oh his it was name. like you Darren Waller's wide open and yeah. he throws an interception for a touchdown yep um and last year um he didn't do that as much and I right. think the coach is like hey we've talked about this we. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, there's a thin line like, for us to win. And how are you? You worse? throwing interceptions for touchdowns not going to help us. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to pretend like not having Saquon isn't a big part of their offense, right. right? I mean, it opens up like they were allowed. Like Dallas is a good defense, so like, wait, they played? Did they play Dallas? They played Dallas week one. Dallas murdered them. Yeah, they did. I mean, no, but Seattle. Who, Seattle's like Seattle. not was, a good defense. And right? They, they went from like bottom defense to like top five because they scored so many points on fantasy right well and had 11 sacks i think that like it's because no saquon and matt Breida. like i mean it's cool we can just pressure them the whole game because we know they're gonna pass it they have no line their other line is terrible they're bringing guys off the streets right now and i saw some social media like you need it there's three guys you just need to cut yeah i mean it's insane It's it's the worst showing I've seen out of an O line in the first four weeks of any, well, any why year. Why are they trying to go get somebody? Like, what are we waiting on? Like, they're the Giants, dude. They're terrible. They make bad decisions. I mean, yeah, but because last year they were able to figure it out. Saquon is everything. Yeah, and I'm not surprised he's hurt. Right, I hate it. I don't think they figured anything out last year. I mean, I, they figured it out this year. They can't do it without Saquon. Well, yeah. Um, so coming up this Sunday, we have Jacksonville Buffalo. That could be a great game. Um, yeah. I'm hoping for three more touchdowns from uh, Stefan Diggs. Did they come back across the water? No. Nope. Nope. So Jacksonville stayed. Jacksonville Sta- stayed over there. Oh, so wow. they played They played last week. Who did they play last week? Jacksonville played was in it, London. Was it Atlanta? I think mm. so. I don't remember. Um, and they, they did the um, Toy Story cast, too, which I caught some clips of that. It's interesting that? the way they're getting um, younger kids involved with something like the – the Nickelodeon slime thing. I think it's cool. Like that. Like, the Dude I, Perfect cast. The I think it's perfect for like dads to be like, hey, come watch this with me. <laughs> I don't want to watch football. It's Toy Story. And then no, they're like, hold on, where'd yes. Toy Story go? These are guys running around. What are they doing? <laughs> but yeah, they, they were in Andy's room. They did the whole thing. It was pretty Dude, cool. The slinky dog is like the cha- or like the, is like the chains. Yeah, no. down, which is what? Awesome. Yeah, it's That's pretty it's, cool. Like, as much as I say that it's lame, like it's kind of it is Duke Kaboom. He's the like the last movie they had. He's like the evil, yeah, evil yeah, character. Yeah. He did a halftime jump. I mean, this this smart, really smart marketing. Um, so uh, Houston, Atlanta, uh, Carolina, Detroit, Tennessee, Indianapolis, New York versus Miami. That could be a slaughter. New Orleans versus New England. We'll see if Alvin Kamara gets another fourteen targets. That would be awesome. Wonder whose team he's on. Fancy. <laughs> Um, I was not upset. Uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Uh, can the Bengals figure it out against Arizona? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, honestly, Joe Burrow looks like a hot garbage. He looks. I mean, he's hurt. He's obviously hurt. Yeah. But he looks awful. Like he looks like he shouldn't be playing at all. Like you can't tell me that a a one in three Bengals team 
is better. Like is Joe Burrow is better. Joe than Burrow has three rushing yards this year. Going into the season, I was thinking they were Super Bowl contenders. They are if with, with a, a healthy Joe healthy, Burrow. Yeah. Well, not starting one one and three. No, no, no. But he's not healthy, and so like, well, they, just guys, just let him rest. Throw in a like. I mean, what are they? What are they waiting for? And at this point, they're one and three. Would they have been okay with being zero and four, knowing Week Five he's coming in completely healthy? Sure, because he's not going to be healthy Week Five now. Yeah. And now they're right. talking about putting him on IR. Yeah, because they don't know what to do with it. Just chalk it all up. I mean, it, it, yeah. Uh, so you Which got, is unfortunate for everybody else on the team because it is. You're not getting any younger. You know, Chase, they asked him, are, "Are you open on these routes?" And he's like, "I'm always open." And I'm <laughs> taking out some ex- expletives there, but he's yeah. like, "I'm always open." What are you going to say when you're a receiver? Right. But he's like, "Just throw the ball my way." Yeah. Let me let it try. The Cowboys 49ers is a, is um, is a game this week. I think it's going to be the yes. game of the week. Uh, absolutely. Um, Jerry Jones is. He's a genius, by the way, when he talks about his team. And now he's he gets him in all kinds of trouble, and I'm not sure. a huge Jerry Jones fan. But he said, we'll find out who we are. He said, the 49ers are right now are the best team on, in, in, in the division or whatever. Right. And he's like, if we beat them, then we know where we're at. Yeah. And then if he loses to them, he you lost know, to the best you know team. So they didn't really teams, lose, right? So, yeah. so he's, yeah. a, he's a smart dude, smart. right? Yeah. No, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so um, it, that's going to be that's gonna be a good game. Two really good defenses. He's going to see what Dak's got. Dak has to be better than Mr. Relevant. Absolutely. Well, if he's not better than Brock Purdy, there's a problem. I well, said Niners win by two touchdowns. Yeah, because five touchdowns are coming from Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'll tell Thanks you. Thanks a lot. Right. That, 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 <laughs> he scored four touchdowns <laughs> for your team, and you beat me by five points total. I was like, I felt pretty good about that. Yeah. If I would have started right. any other player in my flex besides Zay Flowers, I would have beat you. <laughs> Crazy. Um so congratulations. Can- well, I did. I set Lamar too. That was an extra ten points I lost there. Yeah. Um, so Kansas City plays Minnesota. That's going to be a, a lot of passing in that game. A whole lot of passing in that yeah, game. Track meet there. Um, Jets versus Denver. I cannot think of two offenses I want to watch less. These matchups are terrible. This uh, week. Yeah. And then well, and then Philly, L.A. Uh, Rams. Okay. Uh, you you asked me at the beginning of the year if that was going to be something I'd care about watching. I'd say no. But the Rams are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like... Go ahead and say it. There it is. Hey, listen. (laughs) Should have got him early. early. (laughs) Hey, listen, at least you didn't pick up Kyron Williams. I should have lost two of my first three games, so I could have been near the bottom of a league where no one pays attention to waivers, so you could have picked up the best players. Yeah, that'd be nice. Let me tell you, um, I have more points than everyone else in our league, and I still am 2-2, so whatever. Well, how about this Monday night game? Speaking of terrible games, the Packers and Raiders to finish the the week out? Oh, my gosh. I will be finding something else to watch on Monday night. That's terrible. I might watch tennis. I I went in the rabbit hole of Josh McDaniels um, this week, and I was watching a video. He started out super hot when he took that Broncos job. Yeah. Um, and it was like Kyle Orton. They Hold were on, like how did you end up on a Josh McDaniels yeah, one? Yeah, I got I got into some videos, right? <laughs> and like then out of all the people, like, he's been like seven and twenty something since. Yeah. And what happened after those five or six wins, as they found out that they were filming the practices of these teams, the same behavior that was going on with the Patriots, he started his career out with that. Ah. And then once he got caught, he's been terrible. Yeah. So he's just a cheater. Yeah. yeah, but he started yeah. out like he's a genius. He's an offensive genius. He can't do anything wrong. It's because he was a cheater. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And no one – and he still has a job. Yeah. Well, and so they're Bill, terrible. So does Bill Belichick, and they're, they're also terrible. terrible. They are. Um, Mac so, Jones looks like he would lose his job if they had a backup quarterback, but they don't yeah. have anybody. I mean, they might as well just do Wildcat with Ramondre Stevenson. 
Like, I mean, it's not good. But I could say the same thing about the Giants and several other teams. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about fantasy football. I think that we're all actively involved in fantasy football. I am a commissioner of a league. Of still? Our, of our league, still. still. <laughs> I won't be next year. See, um, we, have, we have two therapy sessions. One yes. for, um, for you being taken advantage of by 60-year-old men at a football yes. game. And the other is you dealing with being the commissioner. Being the commissioner. And you let should me have talked you, to that guy about that situation. Honestly, <laughs> he probably would have given me some good advice. He's like, just put your leg around him. They'll stop. <laughs> um, like, all right, all right. I won't I, ask for the trade. I think that um, I'm interested to know that if like if, if any of you all listen uh, listen or like commissioners of leagues or you're in a league and like you think that you guys handle trading really, really well, um, I don't think our league does. Uh, this is me being as candid as possible. You guys can all take this for what it's worth both of you guys are in the league so we are um i i um because of some complaining last year we changed the rules this year so there wasn't trading until week five um and i had also stated at the beginning of the year that i have the ability to veto all trades any trade that i deem as unfair using stats not just like my own personal opinion it wasn't like a a personal thing it was like (laughs) using Using real information from experts, and you set a you set a like a standard of percentage. Yes. So um, it, the percentage loss, percentage gained by a team had to fit in a certain parameter. Yeah. So like it couldn't be yeah. there couldn't be more than a uh, f- five to seven ish percent disparity in between positive gain and negative gain of the trade. Yeah. To make it as fair as possible. That sounds pretty fair. It seems it seems fair, right? <laughs> um, that's what I thought. So. Um, not the case. Not the case. So I'm interested to know, for any of you all listening, and also just for you guys in particular, if you guys have opinions hey, on this. Hey, the phones are lighting up right now. Yeah, <laughs> the phones are light, light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are, like, what? It's like, a St. Jude's event now. <laughs> like, what, like, what am I, because I, I put out, I put out into our league that, like, hey, all right, we can handle it potentially three ways, the way that I see it. You can let the commissioner veto it if you feel like. You can, you based off the stats, right? Yep. You can... Um, what's it called? Have you, a committee. You can have a committee of three or four appointed guys, or you can let the league vote on it. Yeah. And I said, I think these are our best options based on you know maintaining equitable trading and maintain the integrity of the league. Yeah. And apparent and you, you back said, you said you said the I again. word. Yeah, I repeated integrity. Integrity. And, then, and apparently that's a trigger for some individuals. Like we were. Blasting everyone's. I think integrity. there was a misunderstanding that th- when we said integrity, we were talking about personal character, which is not the case. No, we were talking about keeping the league competitive, and and we we had talked about this a little bit this week. Right. I would love to be in a league where teams one through ten had a legitimate chance to win mm-hmm. because teams one through ten are legitimately putting in the effort on trades trying on a week trying. Week basis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year was impossible. We had some new people to fantasy. Absolutely. They didn't know what waivers were. We didn't know. We Even this year, we had guys that were, I have to draft a quarterback, running back, running back, Yeah, he did it in like the because positions that's that the it's positions they come. And they're like, oh, no, honey, you can go any no. direction you <laughs> no. want. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. But that's not so, how you have to do this. So we're learning. Hey, it actually looks like it works for him, but, but whatever. Yeah, he's <laughs> winning our league again. At least he's in second or third place. Yeah. He's on to so something. what I've learned, and we... Some guys, maybe the three of us in this room, we talk a lot about fantasy sports, sure. and we care a lot about it. Right. Not everybody is as invested as we are. And I think people just want to have fun. So mm-hmm. we did come to the realization that the league probably, we want to trust that the trades are going to be fair. 
We've got some uh, PTSD from fantasy football leagues in the past. Right. A league, um, unnamed league, Northside League. Um, <laughs> um, we were in a league with men from church and some of their sons. Yeah. And that turned out to be a disaster. It was. Because it was trades weren't... Integrity League and trades weren't prioritized. I'll tell the story, Corey. Go ahead, tell let the story. Me, let me tell the story. So, because it happened to me. I hope. I hope we have listeners from. Listen, Bill. From Southern what's Indiana. Up? How you doing? <laughs> um, let's talk about it. Call the cops. So, call the cops. He, no one understands that <laughs> reference. So, Scott Mundy, where you at, man? I. Um, so basically, what happened was, uh, what happened was, um, I had put a trade out. Yep. Um, it was, and it was like they were. It was like it was a pretty high profile trade. There was, but it, it was a one for one. One for one, and um, the trade I had put out had been sitting for like a week or something like that. And um, Bill, uh, his player, ended up getting hurt, um, like, like out for the out year. for the year, yeah. hurt. Um, and I had not like I, I was. I think I was. I don't. I was definitely busy. Like I wasn't. I wasn't with my phone because you guys know that like I keep up with fantasy pretty regularly. You were working at like a children's home orphanage. I was working at an orphanage, so like there so, is I mean, that's a true story. That's not even excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would mm-hmm, surrogate dad. Don't worry about it to kids who've never really had one. That's fine. Who cares? Like, and you got taken advantage. of. And yeah. I, I got taken advantage of again. While so he accepted that trade. He you accepted forgot the tr- to re- you forgot to delete. I it. forgot to delete it, and he then accepted it as soon as it went. Like almost within an hour of finding out that player that, went that, that player was injured and yeah. out for the rest oh, of the year. He gosh. then accepted it right, and then there were multiple conversations with individuals in the league. I think it was a twelve man league. Yeah, it was like, hey guys, can you please just vote to veto this? And trade? I know at church. That Sunday or Wednesday, we went around the room and I grabbed all the guys. We're like, hey, you at least need to look at this and vote. Yeah. And if for whatever reason you think it's an okay trade, just make sure you vote. Yes. I wasn't trying to sway the votes, but hey, if anytime the, the league vote matters, it's when some kind of gross negligence has happened and mm-hmm. this is unfair. Right. And the commissioner couldn't do anything about it because it was a, if it's voted, it's good. He mm-hmm. couldn't do anything about it. Yep. And it didn't get enough votes they to overturn. Most people didn't even vote, and you just lost the player, just, and it was like so. He was kind of he was like teeter tottering on it. And he's like, "Well, this is a no brainer now. Let's hit accept." That's literally what happened. Yeah, I mean, and then and then people didn't vote, so therefore it went through. Yeah, and at I, that point, a few people in the league said, "All right, gloves are off." Yep. And so then trades got messy, they got unfair. Then people just started unloading their teams, and I remember texting people in that league like, "I, you're done. I could tell you quit." Um, I want Julian Edelman. And they're like, for what? I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I want Julian Edelman, you know, because I'm getting yeah. these texts. And then fathers are unloading their sons' teams into their mm. sons are taking oh, their father's gosh. phones. And we had people boycotting weeks, not even starting players. Yep. I was like, this is the most drama. This is the first time I'd ever done fantasy sports. That's wild. And I thought, I don't know if I ever want to do this again. <laughs> this it was wild. Chaos. Um, <laughs> it, it was. It, it honestly, it was. It was crazy. I mean, I thought, man, this is. What a loving group of men. So for and these guys in our church league, yeah, there's there's the possibility of grown men to behave recklessly it is when it comes thing. to competitive sports. Um, I don't think well, I don't think we're the same scenario, but Absolutely. competition does bring it out. So when we talk about integrity, mm-hmm. it's how can we keep us from being the worst of us? It's the integrity it's, of the it's possible. It's the integrity of the game, not right. the people. Like I I want the game. That's why there are rules yeah. for games so that they can be fair. So that Every like both sides or every side in fantasy football's case has an equal chance to yep. succeed. Um, and in my mind, I I will never respond like I did that year. 
Right. Where I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. I would getting probably up, go to the caught up in the mess. and just quit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be in a position where quitting because I really like the fellowship that it provides. There's mm-hmm. a lot of texting. Evidently, everyone likes to text while we're having Bible class on Wednesday night. Yeah, and we can't respond. Yep, you cannot. <laughs> but how, it's, that's how they it's get a lot us. of fun, and I think even today we we, we sort out the trade. Everything works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's been some fun conversations since. But um, but people just don't know. Our our goal on Monday night, we knew it was the first night of trading was going to mm-hmm. be Monday night, Tuesday morning trades were going to start coming through. And we suggested, let's get all the guys together, 10-team league. Yeah. Let's watch the Monday night football game together, and let's talk about these trades in the room. Right. So then they could hear, this is what the protocol would be. This is the form that we're going to put enter the, the trades in and see what the analyzer says. Right. Then there wouldn't be as many questions. Mm-hmm. And we could probably could have said, well, Okay, that makes sense, but you know, what if two men agreed and it's not that not that big of a deal? Then we could have had those conversations. Conversations over text messages are the worst. Yeah, trying really to determine. Are. I mean, it's just it's un it's it's unfair to be put in that situation. And for you to be the commission of league that you're playing in, it's complicated. It sucks. Because be like honest. today you're like, hey, no one's texting me about trades. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm over here like Roman's the worst. You should text <laughs> me about trade, you know? <laughs> it's like I'm going to take advantage There's of all There's a hidden forum situation. on Reddit right now talking yeah. about it. <laughs> Roman sucks. How do we beat him this year? Get him to the bottom. Like, there's no I'll chance. I'll send you the Amazon page they're talking yeah. about it on. You're getting any friendly <laughs> trades at the end of the year to help yeah. you out. No, I mean, here, here's the reality. I knew going in that, like, being the commissioner of a league, not only that I'm in, but that, like, with guys that I also go to church with, whose, yeah. like, kids are in my youth group, who, like, there's, you know there's real relationships with I knew it was going to be at times slightly complicated which is also why I won't be the commissioner next year I'll publicly apologize to you and the whole world mm-hmm. um, whenever we did the draft and you started talking up there at the, at the podium yeah and I was texting to the group chat pictures of different dictators Good. <laughs> that I wasn't helping that no that, no um, way that dialogue Corey let me listen man <laughs> he didn't really look like any of them though. I'm not super surprised by any of any of that well and to be honest, with trades in general though it's is there ever really a fair trade? You don't want like right. if I'm trading somebody like I don't really care about I, your I, value technically. I, I want my guy. I got a fair trade in before it all blew up. I mean, it was it was the most fair trade I've ever seen. It was like Miles Sanders for who? For Garrett Wilson. For Garrett Wilson. It's the most fair trade that I have ever seen. And then seen. I immediately regretted it because it was it, I didn't really win and he he'll probably he'll probably have a better you know, yeah, like at that point, like, but is was that just a trade just to get the trade week going or like it was? You've seen American Pickers, right? You're yeah, like you yeah. go and you 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 get the ball rolling, you get a trade going. Like yeah. I had four or five, I had all maxed out all my trades. There were five trades that we can have out at a time. I had <laughs> them all out, and then I had like four, three or four text messages out to guys. Hey, right. looking for a running back, and because I knew they hadn't heard from me yet, I didn't want people to think that I was, didn't care to try to trade with them. Um, because I would like to let everybody know I'm up for trading. Yeah. I say here, all my players are on the board except um, Tyree Kill. Right. And probably Anthony Richardson at this point because the keeper league. Well, maybe that's what we should do is put that out there. Be like, hey, I'm open to everything except for these guys, so you don't feel like there's. Uh, well, I mean, one I know a league. I know a league that does this. They, if a trade goes up, it, it's public to everyone, and then you have a chance to counter that trade. Anyone can. Anyone can. So it'd be like uh, that, gets, that gets a little hairy. There. I know because I like it. With, I like the blind trade that yeah. goes through. Then it and turns then, into and, an auction. There, and then there's you know? another trade going through that no one else knew about. And then suddenly, you're like, he got both of those trades. Yeah. Oh no, this is a different league. Last year, right? Yep. Um, and so I get having more communication about trading, or at least the process. 
Um, I like the committee approach because it allows um, it allows fairness to be brought into it, and it, it forces guys to talk about trades. I like sitting in a room talking about sports. We obviously have a sports podcast. Yeah. When I don't have time in my life to have a sports podcast. Yeah. Right. But we like it. So we're here. And I'll talk about trades, but I'm too indecisive to actually make it happen. I'm like, ah, no, nah, I can't pull the yeah. trigger on that. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I proposed and canceled like three trades to you. <laughs> I canceled. Uh, poor Corey Peterson. I've, I've sent like six trades to him and canceled them before you can even look at them. I feel like I've sent him a very equitable trade so far, and he posts in the chat. <laughs> he called somebody like, out. He's got it. He's got he called, he called somebody out. He, well, I, there's no way. It, it could be me. Nick. Hey, and... Rest in peace, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. He, was he didn't actually the, die. Hold on. He, he didn't was, actually <laughs> die. Let's he was picked that. in the ninth round, third pick, ninth round Golly. from Nick, and he dropped him this week for yeah, some yeah. other kicker. Justin Tucker is the – I would pick Maher, him up I if I didn't have Elliot, Elliot, who is actually the best kicker in the league he right really now. Is. No, this was actually a good comment. Hey, can I have your best player, the guy who is second in NFL points, in exchange for not one, but two guys I picked up as free agents that'll get between 1.2 and 6 points a game. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that sound like? That sounds like two people in our league, and I won't say who they are. That's so funny. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, like... I love our league, though. I I do, too. You know, I care more... And I I feel like this should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. I care more about the relationships with the individuals in the league than I do about the league. And I think what happened in this last 48 hours for us is we realized we cared probably too much. And it didn't mean that ever other people don't care. Yeah. But people just want to have fun. And mm-hmm. I probably underestimate how much pressure these other guys in our league have where in maybe in their homes or in their jobs or in all these other parts of their life, someone's telling them what to do and what's appropriate and what's not. And they just want to play fantasy <laughs> sports and not have someone I control say, this. that's inequitable, <laughs> right? So, like... I get it. It is for fun, but the trophy it may, may, makes it feel different when you win a trophy. It when, does. when keeping it real goes wrong, that's what <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, um, but I'm interested. Um, at some point, you guys are going to be able to comment somewhere um, your thoughts. Uh, actually, I think um, there's some waiver adjustments for us for sure in the future. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some ways that people have like um, I guess points or money available to put on the players to get waivers or the waiver order changes. Like but, monopoly money or something? But um, I think trades is also a, a discussion. I want to keep the gang together. I don't want to lose our 10. We've talked about adding two more. A 12-team league would be interesting. But um, yeah. but I do like that we're doing it together even though we can't get along no, sometimes. It's absolutely. family, baby. It is. It is. Um, speaking of not getting along, um, our draft today is our pet peeves of traveling. And I don't need to look this up. These things come up pretty easily. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. And <laughs> we, we traveled recently. Marshmallow stuck to the bottom of your kid's shoes, one of your pet peeves. Is going into the new car. Uh, <laughs> Brand new car. Your wife left looking like a drug dealer. I'm They'll probably it, need that. For, what car uh, is that, by the way? Sticking to the, uh, those armor off floorboards. They'll need them to tack can we, down can a little we, bit. Can it's we publicly talk about your new car? Yeah, your new yeah, it's suburban. Yeah. It's, that's suburban. It's, it's blacked out. You got 22s on that? Like, what we got, what do we got going on? No, 26s. Hold on. Is that a Stroessnider car? God, you Hold see on. the white walls on there, too? No. <laughs> is, this a, is this a Stroessnider ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was afraid to ask because we're like, what's that tent? Is that legal? Because, like, it's like limo service. It's <laughs> she rolled out tonight, and I was like, and she hops out I five foot three. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, an, like an, a very audible. I thing. reached for my strap, and it wasn't it was <laughs> on me. <laughs> I was like, who is who was in the parking lot? 
<laughs> um, so, um, traveling pet peeves, I have the first pick. I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, Where are you going? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like flights or anything. It could be any form of travel. Uh, but I'm going to go with an, like something that actually happened to me while I was flying. And I texted you guys, I think. Or maybe it was just you, Corey. Yeah. Um, this dude who I sat next to on this plane, oh, yeah. like immediately, w- shoes off, socks off. Mm-mm. Barefoot. Should have stomped on his foot. That is a wild... I don't want to be anywhere near that. Like, I'm not... I hate feet. You didn't want to do that because you had your shoes off too? Or? Yeah. It sounds like... That sounds like an international flight move. It was wild. I'm disappointed in you that you didn't snap a photo and show it to me. I, no way. No shot. I, I sent you a picture of Gary yeah, Swing. I know you did. From you camp and that... Good old Gary. In, in his um, Tennessee Vols slides. <laughs> And I was like, Gary was, doesn't know, but Gary, I have a picture of your feet, and I passed it around, yeah, and, and it's hey, making me some good money on the internet. Gary's, <laughs> Gary's got talents. Gary's, <laughs> yeah, does. he does. Honestly, uh, you feet, know when like, someone's feet go too far into the slide, and they're like over, the, the toes are overhanging It was like the curling edge, the front edge? It's like that. It's like that. Like they're thinking about jumping or something? Yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Dipping a toe in the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, I mean, that, he, that was... And they, like, there was there was an odor. It wasn't a pleasant time for anyone involved. Luckily, I had the well, for aisle him. Seat. He aired his feet out. He's for good the, for the aisle. Luckily, I had the aisle seat, so I was able to like really, yeah, get over there, get away from this guy. But it was not. Well, was was, was there a middle person or he was the middle person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so somebody was stuck on the inside with that. Yeah, no. they were. Wow. Yeah. That's so stuff nightmares are made out of. Yeah, were you all so, at an exit door? Did that by chance open? Or no, no. Okay. No shot. We were row five. I may dread that may be my Halloween costume. I'm gonna get one Just of those traveling toe. neck pillows and I'll take my shoes off and I'll walk around trick or treat. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so yeah, don't be that person. Keep your shoes on, please. Minimum socks. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, James. Uh mine is gonna have to be um eating in close quarters of a travel, <laughs> whether it be plane, uh car. Yeah, bus, submarine, any whatever. Kind, it may like be. any specific kind of eating or crunchiness, the, the, the yeah. cheeps, the, the cheeps. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, all you, haven't, if you haven't met James yet, no, yeah. he um, he has an issue with chips. It's I think there's there's something there's something clinical there. I think it's I exactly <laughs> what your kids are getting from me for Christmas. It is way. chips, just chips. So they'll get nothing from you. <laughs> <laughs> I will intercept the package. I had two of your boys in Bible class tonight. They were covered in marshmallows. We did wash their hands. Like yeah, I stood in line, they were washing hands, and I'm like, "All right, now everybody go stay on the rug." But the whole time, like I got to get all these marshmallows off their feet before they go home. James is gonna kill me. <laughs> but the, well, so the problem with that is with the, the the eating of that those foods, some people just don't know how to eat them. Like if it takes you six bites to eat a chip, yeah, we're out. Like, dude, put the thing in your mouth, yeah. chew it up, and let's go. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan anyway, so I'm already disgusted. I'm trying to work with it, but no, <laughs> get the crunchy got, out of here. You got a lot of kids too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we all eat in different rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, put your noise canceling headphones on. Well, I'm going um, first pick. I'm taking. Um, I'm taking my aim straight at the airlines. Okay. Um, so it's not so much all the other people yet. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna wait for that. When the airlines make changes, mm-hmm. um, I'm stressed traveling. Typically, yeah. Um, I've traveled a lot. Done a lot of international travel. You kind of get in a routine. You know, as you're going through TSA, you're going through security. Yeah. When um, when I'm going through, we went um, Norfolk to Atlanta. I did Norfolk to Atlanta, Atlanta to Little Rock, mm-hmm. and TSA in Little Rock was different than TSA in Norfolk. Yeah. So Norfolk made me take my my laptop out. They made me take my shoes off. They had me do the whole song and dance. Um, you know, 
Little Rock was like, nah, we don't care. And it was just, I didn't know what to do, and it was stressful. So I don't like when the rules change. Yeah. Like, just have standards. Yeah, I agree. And make sure they're the same. But then um, on my flights, both my Delta flights, Delta, I'm throwing mm. you under the bus. Yeah, as you should. Um, they were assigned seats at the gates. Mm. Well, that was stressful. At the gate? At the gate. Oh, that's weird. And there were, there were like, uh, people seeing if they could get on the flight still. Oh. And part of me is like, ask me. Just ask me if you want my seat. Yeah, and I'll take I'll take some money. Like, yeah, okay, really? I, none of, there's nothing about this travel. This <laughs> I'm time not in a hurry to get home. Yeah. <laughs> Please let me stay in a hotel room tonight. Yeah. So, um, but they, you know, then I got on my flight. Um, I was I was the last person on the way home that they said, "Hey, guess what? That roller check bag you have, we got to put it underneath." And now you're gonna have to. Oh, that's that carry on is now a check bag, and I'm like, I'm never gonna see that again. Right? And no. you had to pay? No, I didn't have to pay. Oh. But then I got on, and I was the last row, and I get back to my seat. And um, I'm in the aisle, row 29 or whatever it was, and there's a couple sitting there with their child. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And now I'm at the back of the plane, and everybody <laughs> else is getting their seats, and I go to the flight attendant, and I said, hey, they're in my seat. She said, let me see your ticket. And she's like, yep. And so she says, let me see your ticket, and they give him a printed ticket that has the seat on it. And so she, and then she just pulls up her magic tablet and says, oh, here's an empty seat. This is now your seat. So they double booked that Yeah, so seat. I had to go salmon upstream through all these oh. people, and they're like, you're the worst. And I'm like, I'm on someone's pet peeve list because I went too far, and it's not my fault. Banging your backpack yeah. up in people's so heads I sat stuff. in the window seat, which she pointed out, and then a lady comes up, her ticket, you're in my seat. And I said, <laughs> you're just, you just want to sit the around. <laughs> and she said, that would be great. I'm like, great. I would have loved the aisle where, where I guess I should have been on the receipt. But I was stuck in the window, and I thought, no, I don't want to move. Yes, please sit down. So right. when the airline changes, it's a wild world right now with airlines. At least none of my flights got canceled. Yeah, that's yeah. But I want structure. I want I want structure, and I don't want changes. So um, that's my one. And then my two is um, the Justice Warriors on the planes. You know, people who get offended whenever someone gets up and tries to leave before them. Oh, And yes. they're like, hey, I'm trying to leave, too. Well, they don't have any bags, so right. they can go all the way up as far as they want. Who cares? It's not a big deal. We're all getting off the same time. If you don't have a connecting flight that's, like, it time-sensitive, what does it matter? Right. But people, like, I have felt this tension of, like, you're only doing this because I'm a certain race or a certain gender. Yeah. I mean, it was just loaded it felt so gross like these people were just so offended by someone getting up and leaving first now there have been times where i've seen people pushing through and their children on the plane and stuff i'm like come on that's a little too far right but does it really matter so i don't like the the people who get personally offended by other people's behavior yeah um, they've got a reason why they're doing it and most of the time it's nothing to do with you they didn't even notice you were on the plane yeah but you know you're on that plane and you want everybody else to know you're on that plane that person, that's one of my pet peeves. That's so. true. Those two. James? Uh, my number two is going to um, the people that don't have cell phone etiquette in traveling. It's mostly yeah. in like the airport or on planes. Yeah. When you're like FaceTiming or speakerphone. Mm -hmm. So everybody in the terminal can hear your conversation with you yelling and doing all the extras. Yeah. yeah. That goes it's, way beyond travel, though. It's, there's so many different types of headphones and earbuds yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I was in a Mod Pizza. It's a pizza place here in locally yeah and there was a lady who had to get a reorder for one of the delivery services she was on the speakerphone with the customer and she she didn't realize anybody else was in the whole bit it was terrible yeah. like why do you have to be on speakerphone just have this? some awareness yeah. like you're yeah you're yeah get your act together i agree 
Um, my second is man spreading. Um, is that just just that gender specific? Can women very, spread? It, they could, but like, is that a man spread? It's a it, no, no. It, it's an it spread. It's a thing. Uh, we're gonna just stick with man spreading. Okay, that's just what we're gonna stick with. Manscape and just ignore everything else. That I'm being very serious. Ignore them, please. <laughs> uh, like, don't do it, Corey. Like when I'm gonna kick my it, shoes off. Like, talking. there's not a lot of room in an airplane in general. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, like, you, uh, you know, when when the guy in the middle, in particular, decides to be like, "Hey, what's up? This is my aisle now. This is my row," and you're like, "Ah, come on, dude. Like, I don't need. I don't want to touch your knee because, yeah. like, don't make that happen. It's unnecessary." Um, Unless you're at a Texas A&M game, gosh, then it's just. And then it's that same guy's probably <laughs> also got both. <laughs> yeah, he was on your flight to oh, Little Rock. That would be why. And he looked at he's like, like, he's like Hey, Thank let's you. just go ahead and link legs here. How you doing? <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. And then um, uh, my third is uh, actually like when people aren't prepared during TSA. And I know that sometimes things change, yeah. but there's a difference between like little things like needing your needing your computer out and whatnot. But when people are like, oh, I forgot that I left this, you know, this six gallon thing of water in my backpack <laughs> and they're like, oh no, my toothpaste too. And they're like, oh, you mean I, I can't bring, you know, these yeah. Cheez-Its through here? Like... Get away from me. My wallet like, was eight zippers yeah, into the or, backpack. Or, or yeah. they take like five years to get the things off of them and into the box. And they're like, oh, I forgot my shoes. Oh, I forgot my watch. Oh, I forgot. Like, I want to like get away from me. All of you get away from you me. You know what? This is wild. <laughs> I want to pol- <laughs> apologize to our listening audience. I traveled with Roman to the airport. Was that, was you, were you that guy? <laughs> no, and we went through security together. Now, we weren't. Our wives knew better than put us on the same plane. Yeah. I think the church asked that we didn't. It was kind of wild because we we left just in case you know something pl- happened. Your planes took off side by we side. We would bl- lose Pretty much. both of our ministers. <laughs> yeah. Well, we lost. We we lost. We left like ten minutes apart and arrived within like twenty minutes of each yeah. other and just from different I, locations. I had the perfect opportunity though to put something in his check bag without him knowing. Mm. While I went through security with him to oh. watch him get checked, and oh, I gosh, just didn't have heart. It, it would it would I would have, have killed been, you. I would have been so. I would have angry. videoed it. It would have been, been the funniest so thing ever. Angry. But that's that's oh. what I'm I'm a I'm yeah. kind of a terrible person it, for thinking about it. But I but it was about like it. yeah. But like when there's people in front of me and like not that like I don't know like I don't ever I get there in time like about an hour before because we've flown a bunch yeah. and like you know you know how it works and it's like and you haven't had kids and like when people and I, like I there's exception for individuals with kids right I get like kid the kid stuff doesn't bother me we get there six hours early enough. but like but like the dad who shows up just in time to be five hours early yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but like the but when there's like people that are a little older than me or they're like an elderly couple and it's like guys there's no way you haven't flown like this. Like, there's no way you don't like. Give me a break. And I know that sometimes if you're a first time flyer, sure. But if this is like your fifth, sixth time, get your crap together. Like, this is wild. Figure it out. Ask some questions before you get to the airport. Well, I feel like people also forgot how to fly after COVID. Like, I, yeah. I feel like pre-COVID, we were like in a, we were traveling quite a bit, and then like two years, you don't fly, and you get back into the airport, and you're like, whoa, hold on, yeah. like I forgot how to do this. No, absolutely. All right. Well, those are my second and third. So. Uh, my next one is we're going back to the food world. It's going to be smelly foods <laughs> in the, in the uh, either you know van or airplane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a thing though. I I don't blame. You I understand. You know, like it's not super weird. You're waiting in your terminal. You got to get your food. But let's let's be mindful of what kind of food. Like, have you have you been on a plane that serves a, a meal? Yeah, but I don't feel like people 
they're probably like it's probably like a steak or something yeah. like that that doesn't like don't be don't bring fish yeah don't yeah, bring like some move. type yeah, of yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah, shocked we had a lot of flights in the Dominican home and people would bring like um, yuca and onions or but stewed that, fish but that's but different they would though bring but it you're on the in plane with them but you're in that area that like that's expected yeah. like not expected but that's an yeah. option you know like nobody nobody's eating yuca no, and I fish around I, here I don't want to get on a plane and then like. Someone like has a plate of curry next to me. Like I don't like that is a wild food to smell. Like right for a two hour yeah. flight, you're no in thing. this little traveling yeah. capsule. Like no come thing. on, I'm, dude. I'm telling you, my, my stomach and my nerves they they're one and the same yeah. when I'm flying. So give me the ginger ale. Yes, I'm sticking to crackers. Ginger ale every time. I don't need anything spicy. I don't want anything saucy. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything smelly. Yeah, whose stomach can't handle that anyway? You're thirty thousand feet in the air. What I are you eating? Nope. All this? You're eating a three course meal. What's yeah? It's about to go down. All right, my third is the hover over you person. So, like, whenever I'm That's people me. are departing the plane, yeah. I like to sit until it's reasonable for it to be my time. Yeah. Now, the person in the aisle, they can stand. They can, they can stand. There's headroom. Yeah. The person at the window that is standing over me in the middle, calm down. Head all hunched over. Yeah. I would Because you're not going anywhere. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're breathing down on me, and your bags are up here. I'm not going anywhere. That's right. been me before. We're all three like, not why is this staying? guy not getting up? Why is yeah. he not getting up? I'm why? up. Should yeah. he not get up? What? <laughs> so <laughs> it's the mental game. I'm like at that person. At that point, I'm like, <laughs> I wish you were just the person trying to go f- first. I'm letting you out. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that um, that person that just makes me feel like they're in my space, my airspace. Um, my other pet peeve. Back to the airline um, when they discontinue services. Oh so like, yeah. No, yeah. You're so. About. Yeah. Um, I don't. I guess it's not mandatory that I get a drink or a snack. Yeah. And um, but you pay a lot to go on a flight, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of expect it these days, um, and especially with Delta. I'm not talking about Allegiant or Spirit or some of these other Breeze, some of these other that yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to pay for everything extra. Uh, so I'm on Delta flight on the way to um, Little Rock. Water, tea, coffee. That's Gross. it. No, thank you. And um, they gave me uh, the cookie. Yeah. Um, Biscoff. Biscoff. Yeah, which are good. And if you They're get delicious. that, find the cookie butter in the, um, the store, it's addictive. So yeah. I put it. I put that cookie in my bag like a good adult. And mm. then what did I do? I ate it for breakfast on our way out, Roman. You did. Um, but Proud on the way back, they got halfway through the plane, and they were like, we have to discontinue services. We got nothing. Did y'all boom? And I felt like I needed a refund. I'm like, I want my refund <laughs> for this. I paid good money for that. <laughs> for that yes. 30 cents that you didn't give me. I mean, right. yeah, I heard a couple of boos, but I'm like, all you right. Asked, you should have asked for it on the like, way out. Well, Where's my cookie? So like on Southwest, they only give you like, ha- they don't even give you the full, they full fill soda. your cup, but they don't even give you the full yeah. soda. Like American, but to get nothing is wow. I flew American and they gave me the whole can and I was like, I'm a king. Yeah. Look at me. I, yeah. This is... I own this airplane. <laughs> yeah, you're like looking down out your window at the Delta flight <laughs> yeah. below. You're like, look at you peasants. To get nothing I know is crazy. You got nothing. That's ridiculous. Nothing. They're like, you got you got to fly with us. That's so gross. I hope, gross. hope you have enough saliva to swallow them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, James, your fourth. Fourth, uh, fourth is going to uh, parents that don't uh, keep the kids locked up in the in the airport. Locked up, but you know, keep them close. I hear what you're saying. Close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cage. why not? Yeah, I mean, tra- <laughs> with the muzzle, it's a service pet, right? No. Yeah, that shot collar on. <laughs> I dare you to cry. I dare you. Other than if you're going in or out of Orlando, you need to have your kids <laughs> acting right. Right, I agree. It's a public setting. Let's act like we have. I mean, either whether that's probably how they are all the time, so it doesn't matter. Oh, but yeah. 
Those returner Orlando flights are some of my funny, funnest to, to people watch. Yeah. Because you could see the depression. Yeah. The crying of the kids because they've had to leave the most magical place on earth. Yeah. And then they know they're going back. Magical like, crash oh, is pretty quick. <laughs> if, we're doing Orlando Magic game? That's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> if it's non-pet peeves, people watching is my favorite thing to do. I do airport. enjoy people watching. Some, I just go to the airport sometimes just to do that. Just, Go see the security. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not checking anything. I don't actually have a ticket. I just wanted to walk through here. <laughs> Is people. that okay? Trust um, me. Trust hold me. up fake signs for people we don't know. <laughs> That's so good. Anybody need a ride? Just put oh, Mr. Jo- Mr. No, Jones. Somebody will show up. Um, okay, so from uh, I'm going to go to the like a car ride. And just people that go to the bathroom all the time. I, oh, man. I get, like, so when I take it, when I'm driving somewhere, I stop only when it is absolutely necessary. And it is really only necessary when you need to get gas. And that's when we stop. And maybe that makes me a horrible human being, but I am a destination guy. I am not the, ooh, the journey. Um, <laughs> I don't care about that. So you're peeing about every 400 miles. Yeah, yeah, listen, <laughs> I have the bladder of Superman over here. I don't, With I don't, the energy drinks. Yeah, do not play games. Yes, I have trained myself. <laughs> I feel like Batman in a cave, just constantly. That's why I drink them all the time. You just have a catheter. <laughs> just a cat. Yeah. Pre-trip calf. Get that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I and as a youth minister, like I have learned to like, you know, stop when there are kids in the car. It's different, right? But like, I'm also like, you can hold it. I know you can. Don't play games with me. I know you can hold it a little bit. I bet you won't pee your pants. I bet I've said you, that a lot. I bet you won't. I bet you won't go to the bathroom in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so. I guess I'm on my last one. Last one. Oh, um, the the person that when it's when I'm trying to sleep opens the window mm. while you're flying, and it's like it's supposed to be like the lights are out. It's either early in the morning or it's late at night, and people are like, try. It's like let's relax. Five a.m. flight out out of Norfolk the other day, and let's it relax. was like as soon as the sun rose, people were like, "I wonder if it's so." These up. are just dark flights, though. Hey. Yeah, like in the middle of the day, you're okay with the window being yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, middle sure. of the day, take keep, your pictures, keep, absolutely. Check it out. Yeah. But if it, yeah, like if it's five a.m. Dude, relax. If they've intentionally dimmed the lights either early in the morning or late at night, and they'll make the announcement, "We've dimmed the lights because some people may want to sleep." Yes, take the hint. Yeah, yeah I dude. think I've heard like, "Please be respectful." Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. early morning. Yeah, yeah, dude. They like leave it open, and you're like, "Listen, brother, like." I I gotta see these clouds, I'll, man. Yeah, like, shh, get away from me. Like, can I wonder you, if I can see my house. Yeah, let's stop. Have you ever seen your house on a plane? Stop. I've tried, um, especially the Norfolk flights, because you yeah. know we fly. You can see so much in this yeah, area. You can't see a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, don't yeah. just keep the window closed if it's if it's those t- if it's late at night. Early, early in the morning. Sounds like if you see Roman come and just go the other way. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I'm a, I'm a stinking like, flight. I'm a put yeah. my noise canceling headphones on and my hood up and like don't talk to me. Like yeah. that's who I am on a plane. Looking like, like a celebrity trying to hide or something. Sure. Like yeah. I'll even put sunglasses on if that's what it takes. I have to. If stupid homeboy keeps the window open. Like <laughs> stupid homeboy. I hope no one's thinking too deeply into what that actually means. That's just your normal talk for any person. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, all right, that was my fifth pick, so, James. Uh, my last one is going to be the kicking of a seat. Yeah. And that's not even traveling. That could be any stadium seating or anything. Right. You need to be mindful of the person in front of you. I agree. Like an accidental kick, I understand, but once it's like three, four, five, all nonstop, that's 
Get your act together. Yeah. yeah Put well, your feet at, down. At that point, it's intentional. It's got to be right. Like, and maybe yeah. well, I say, or or you're just you're really ignorant, and you need to fix that. But that also goes back to the parent. If it's a kid, be aware. Put them in a cage. Notice your kid is kicking somebody else's seat. Yeah. Yes. Now sure. does it, does or else it I matter? won't grab that fly ball when it comes flying in. <laughs> if you're um, if you're on a plane and you're reclined, I thought you about give, that. Do you give a little bit of grace because it's tighter quarters? Considering that recline is about an inch and a half, I don't even <laughs> notice it. Listen, and I, it's all above the waist. I mean, no one's legs are way up there anyway. So yeah, I am a firm believer. This I, this this should be on my list. I'm a firm believer that the recline. I still have another pick, by the way. I don't know if if you pick the recline, that's fine. <laughs> I'm about to argue about it, or I or I agree with you. Like I think that it's. It's a like that's a pet peeve of mine. Don't recline in front of me. Yeah, and I, I like for some people it's no big deal. It bothers me, and I, and like it probably shouldn't because there's a button there, and that's what it's designed to do. Do you know how you can combat that? I also recline. You also recline. <laughs> yeah, but like then the person behind me is like, and then it's also recline, and then the people in the back, you should have got a better ticket. Yeah, right. You should have, but you shouldn't. My tickets at Delta list literally said assigned at the gate. And then underneath, it wasn't like main cabin one yeah, or yeah. any of those fancy like first class. So it was back. Basic. basic. So James, are you a recliner in your <laughs> you seat? Are you basic recline? passenger. No, I don't. Because no. I, I don't yeah. notice the difference. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would like to take one of those like United Emirates where you can like lay down. Oh, dude, that's like they a, put that's you in like a, a cabinet list or something. Do you have to go to Dubai to get that done. Though? That is a it's bucket list item. Like that. You can fly yeah. anywhere in the Middle East. Doesn't have to be in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's stick to Dubai. <laughs> just, just Dubai. <laughs> You're not really. Um, you don't want to go to Syria. I don't know if I'm sleeping in any of those scenarios. But also, that puts in question, like, who laid there before? How, how clean are we getting these things? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, honestly, they, they probably don't Or you don't think they don't? You can take a shower on those planes, which is wild. Yeah. That, I saw a commercial for United Emirates and um, um, Penelope Cruz or whatever her name was. It took Penelope me Cruz. I need, like, a translator because she very thick accent. She yeah. was talking about, I took a shower on the plane. And I, I was like, like I really, like, that's a, that really is like a bucket list. I've seen like a YouTuber do it before. Let's they do like, it. hey, let's we travel a, from so and so. Let's the three of us get a United Emirates flight do just you, to go there and come back. Do you know how much money that we is? Would, sure. We'd have to all share the same little well, seat. ludicrous. <laughs> first spend for the Church League podcast when we make some money on all these endorsements as we go yeah. fly a plane. Listen. What do you think that is though? What, what kind of, what kind of, like a couple thousand? No. 10,000? 50,000? It is a $15,000 ticket. Mm. One way, yuck! Oh, when I come no. back, then. it is one <laughs> way. Yeah, one way, fifteen thousand dollars. You better sleep good because you just lost your bed. Yeah, like that is like <laughs> no way. Not coming dude. home, no All right. shot. Pick five backseat drivers. Oh yes, that's a good one. Now, Lauren, careful! I wasn't going to name names. <laughs> um, she doesn't listen. My to wife that. never sits in the back seat. She's always beside me, telling me where how to drive, which is yeah. great. Um, someone with an opinion, and even like even if you're on a plane, you know how many people complain about pilots. I've never like s- you were not in the cockpit for oh, a reason. Yeah, was, yeah. Relax. Close your mouth. What right? do you have to complain about though? But people complain. Um, kids complaining. Um, when we're going to be there, or are you sure this is the right way? But other adults, we've traveled with some adults on some trips or chaperones or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I get opinions all the time. And sometimes it's even a text message like, are, are you really going this way? Well, funny Winterfest story. That's a, yeah, man. That's a trip that we take to Gatlinburg every year. We all left at the same time from the church building last year. Four cars went four Everyone different routes. Else, <laughs> yes. Everyone else went to North Carolina, and we went to Norfolk, and we were like, we're not going the same direction. Right. And we, we Did traveled. you go to D.C. and no, come no, back down you or guys something? Went a, you, you all went one direction. 
the vans went one direction, and then the ladies went a different direction in their car. And we were like parallel the whole time, and then we tried to go back roads to catch. We only were like 10 minutes behind at the end. Right. We skipped lunch <laughs> to catch back up. It was me and Carson Ross together. It was a great experience, but just two of us. Were you all talking about trades? You were talking about he, trades. <laughs> Do what? You're you talking always, about we talked about fantasy football. Yeah, you did. That's why we have such a good training relationship. Yeah, I'm happy. But for anyways, you. there was no sort of um, no backseat driving at all. He's like, "We'll be fine. This is great." And we were just it was just cruising. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, at least we were in communication with you guys. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Um, hey, uh, this was a good episode. I am yeah. uh, sorry that we missed last week. It can't like it can't really help. We tried. I did. We recorded an episode. I'm not going to post it. It was it's, yeah. it is basically unlistenable. But It'll, it will do a bloopers reel one day. At some point, I do have a ludicrous amount of bloopers saved. Yeah. It's pretty funny. We'll make it happen eventually. Hey, congratulations, Dad. Hey, thank you. I'm like 20 percent Dad right now. So that's awesome. That's, uh, that's a that's no, a my human life in there. Don't even try to knock it. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Well, hey, thank you guys for joining uh, us this week, and hopefully you join us next week. Have a good one.